Welcome to Uncommon Intuition, a podcast for those seeking to go beyond the mundane and find their magic. Join us as we explore spiritual topics and discover new ways to slow down, refocus, and live intuitively. Good morning. I feel like I need to whisper. It's Sunday morning. I'm supposed to be recording my video podcast today, and honestly, I don't want to. I have no motivation to do it. And I think part of that is uh, I've run into this problem where recording it on video and getting my audio to come through clearly has been a struggle for me. And also I'm not looking at the camera as much as I would like to. So I haven't figured out that cadence yet. And it's just like one unsolved problem after another that's put this roadblock in front of me. And yet in the back of my head, I'm saying, hey, you committed to doing this. You cannot stop. This is only your third podcast of the year. You cannot stop now. So I, of course, was like, all right, let me get some guidance. Maybe that will inspire me. I grabbed my Queen of the Moon Oracle deck and shuffled it and pulled out and pulled out a card. And the card that I received was resilience. And of course, the picture on this card doesn't make me feel any better. It's got this woman who's hunched over with this large sack of plants that look like octopus tentacles coming out of it. And she's climbing up this steep, rocky cliff. I'm like, that that does not look great. I, I, I don't want to be in that situation. But when I actually read what the card meant, it said, look, when you've committed to something, there's always going to be a point of resistance where you start asking yourself, do you really want to do this? Is this really something that you want to continue? It's not working out the way that you want it to. It's harder than what it appears to be. And I'm like, oh, okay, Team Christy, which by the way is what I call my guides, Team Christy. Uh, Team Christy is on it today. They are saying, girl, we see you. We know you're struggling and we're just going to let you know, yeah, you're struggling. And it's up to you to decide if you're going to be resilient. Yes, you've come across an obstacle and it would be so easy just to give up and be like, meh, I'm not feeling it. I'm not inspired. There's too many roadblocks. I'm just not going to do it. It would be so easy to give up. But I think they're encouraging me to go ahead, move forward with this. Eventually, I will figure out the things that are bothering me. But in the meantime, just make it work with what you've got. So that is why you're hearing my audio currently. But I'm going to go, I'm going to get ready, and I'll be on camera here in a little bit. Hello and welcome to Uncommon Intuition. I'm your host, Christy Hansel. I got myself ready and I am here, but I did want to show you the card I had pulled this morning. See, look at that poor woman. I'm like, I don't want to see that, but it had a really good message, so I'm glad that I got this card. Um, last week, we talked about the wolf moon, and the week before that, we kind of give you an overview of January elements. And so this week, I want to talk about the heart chakra and why it's good to work with the heart chakra during January. I get kind of flustered when I have to explain what a chakra is, because it's one of those things like you either get the concept or you don't. It's a spiritual topic. 
and people don't get it. Um, but what I can say, and when I try to explain it to what I'll call the muggles, is, you know, it's been scientifically proven that we have an electromagnetic field that surrounds our body and that our heart puts out an electrical pulse. So then and there, we have the aura, the spiritual body, the soul, the energy field, the energy body. There's so many different ways that the spiritual community describe this electromagnetic field. And within that electromagnetic field, you know, it surrounds us, but it also permeates through us. And that contains the seven chakras. And the heart chakra is the fourth chakra in the energy body. And it's located, you know, right here in the middle of your chest. And a chakra is the spinning wheel of energy. It's kind of cone-shaped. So it's circular out here, and then it gets smaller as it heads towards the chest. And they're usually about 6 to 12 inches, depending. And they're little powerhouses. They generate energy. They, they spin in a certain direction. And when they're blocked, you can have some symptoms of having a blocked chakra. Or when they're overactive, underactive, all of that, you can kind of sense. And I want to go through some of those symptoms with you as well. But first, let's talk about the heart chakra's purpose. So the purpose of the heart chakra is to find comfort and strength and in experiencing the power of love through giving and receiving acceptance. So that's the purpose of why the heart chakra exists. Um, if your heart chakra is out of whack, you're going to experience relationship problems. You might even feel isolated. You could have physical manifestations such as asthma, skin conditions, heart attack, circulatory problems, and low and high blood pressure problems. I know this can make people feel a bit like a hypochondriac, like, oh my gosh, my stuff is out of whack. I'm going to have all these disorders. And that's not necessarily the case. So let me tell you, if you have a balanced heart chakra, what those signs and symptoms are. A person that has a heart chakra that's well balanced is going to be generous. They're going to be compassionate and loving. They're going to have healthy relationship boundaries. What I find really interesting about the heart chakra is that it really comes to full fruition. It really develops between the ages of 22 and 28. And why that's significant is if you think about it, a lot of us at that time, we're branching out from our family, we're going to college, we're experiencing our first long-term relationship, we're figuring out who we are, we're figuring out who our friends are, um, and there's a lot of stuff that goes on really quickly in that time frame that you learn really quickly about the world, about relationships, about love, about acceptance and that sort of thing. Now, there are associated body parts with the heart chakra. You um, can think about the rib cage, your heart, your lungs, your skin, hands and arms, even your upper back and your circulatory system. And the reason I'm telling you this is because if you have any issues going on with those particular body parts, you might want to spend some extra time working on your heart chakra. 
Now, why is January a good month to work on your heart chakra? Well, it's because it's the month that you reflect on your past and you look towards the future. So it's a great time to release the trauma and the heartache from the previous year. You know, we're carrying a lot of stuff with us as we move into a new year. We're reflecting on everything that's happened in the past, whether it's been good, bad, or indifferent. Um, it's just a good way to kind of clear it all out and start fresh for the new year. I'm going to take a small break and when we come back, I'm going to talk about how you can work with and balance your heart chakra energies. So there are certain what I'm going to call cheat codes that can help you bring balance to your heart chakra. There's certain aspects that we can work with that are really simple, such as like the color green. The color green represents earth. It represents life, love, change, and transformation. So that's a perfect color that you can wear or you can gaze at. You can actually eat green things that will help balance that heart chakra energy. Another thing you can work with is the hexagon symbol. Now, a hexagon symbol represents divinity, divine power, majesty, wisdom, love, mercy, and justice, all things that I feel like kind of radiate from that heart center, you know? Um, if you think about it, you know, if you've got a sense of justice, you're not going to let others be treated unkindly. You're not going to let yourself be treated unkindly. Um, you're going to be able to let things go a lot easier. You're going to be able to listen to your own inner wisdom and maybe prevent getting in situations that might break your heart later. Now, there are certain crystals that you can also work with, too. I, of course, rose quartz is always a go-to for the heart chakra, but you can also use jade and adventurine. Um, really, any crystal that has maybe a pink color or a green color to it is going to work well with that heart chakra energy. But those particular crystals are known for emotional healing, building relationships, harmony, and compassion. Now, if you want to have like a full on experience of the senses and working with this heart chakra energy, you can eat your leafy greens, you can diffuse some rose oil, jasmine or even tarragon oils will help with that. Um, you can chant the, you can chant the sound, ah, see how I have that reverb going on? That means I probably need to work on that heart chakra energy this morning. You can also get fancy and work with some Bach flowers. I don't know if you know what Bach flowers are or not, but it's part of naturopathy. Uh, so red chestnut, willow, or chicory would help. And um, because the sensory function of the heart is actually touch, um, you might want to find something or someone to cuddle with or give yourself a hug. So really quickly, those were some things that you can utilize in balancing your heart chakra. Up next, we'll do a little heart chakra ritual so that we can practice getting that heart chakra energy in balance. Hello and welcome back. I went off camera for a little bit because, to be honest, I'm lazy. I didn't want to gather all the things and create a video montage of it, but I do want you to still have this information in case you wanted to perform this spell work and this ritual. 
You're going to create a sacred space, much like we did for the wolf moon ritual. And so you're going to gather up a few things. You can gather a piece of red fabric or red construction paper, or if you don't have that, just color a piece of paper red. You're going to grab a bowl, some warm water, a bag of chamomile tea if you have it, a few crystals. You can grab that rose quartz that you have, some needle and thread. If you don't have that, you're going to grab tape and band-aids, whatever you can do to stick things together. If you got glue, glue will work as well. Then you're going to need a pair of scissors and a candle. I like using white candles for my rituals. In order to prep for these things, you know, create your little spread. You're going to put your bowl of water on the table. You're going to steep that chamomile tea into that water. And the reason we chose a chamomile is, first of all, it's soothing. It's got purification, protection, and healing qualities to it. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take that red piece of paper or that red fabric, we're going to cut it into a heart shape, and then we're going to cut it down the center. So you're going to have two pieces of heart. And what this ritual is going to do is bring those two pieces of heart together and seal and mend them. You can lay your crystals around the bowl, and you can put your candles to the left and right of the bowl as you perform this ritual. And what I like to say is, I release all negativity within me. I open myself up to happiness, change, and opportunity. My heart has been through a lot this past year, but I will let go of my fear. My heart will heal, it will mend, and it will seal. And in this new year, my heart will be happy and free, so mote it be. And so then you're going to take those two pieces of heart and you're either going to sew them together, tape them together, band-aid them together, you're going to glue them together, whatever you're going to do, you're going to bring those two pieces of heart back together in a symbolic meaning of healing and mending your heart. And once they're back together, if it's fabric, you can go ahead and place that fabric inside side of the bowl of water. If it's paper, then what you're going to want to do is maybe just drip some of that chamomile water on top of the paper and set the heart underneath the bowl of water. And you're going to leave that overnight. And in the morning, you're going to come back. You're going to take your heart out of the water and out from underneath of that bowl. And you're going to place it near a window, near some sunshine, so that it can get that pure light on it as it dries. And then what you're going to do with that water that was in the bowl is actually go and take it to the toilet and flush it down the toilet because this is symbolic of letting go of the hurt and pain and letting go of the trauma that's happened and getting it out and away from you so that it's no longer with you. And once your heart has dried after it's been on that window and it's gotten that sunlight, you can place it under your pillow or keep it with you until you feel like you've kind of gotten over whatever heartache was there to begin with, until you start feeling a little bit lighter and brighter yourself. Up next, we're going to do some sound healing, some sound therapy for that heart chakra. So this crystal singing bowl is in the note of F, 
and this um, will radiate with the same vibration that your heart chakra radiates. So just close your eyes and sit back and let the sound do what it needs to do for you. We did a little sound healing. Hopefully we're feeling a little relaxed now. Um, January 9th through January 13th, we're actually going to be in a waning moon phase. And during a waning moon phase, you really want to spend that time taking inventory and kind of reviewing things um, to see what you need to let go of. Uh, like the Marie Kondo method, if it doesn't bring you joy, you need to just think it for its it's time with you and let it go. And so that's what that raining moon time is for you. Now, our next episode, we're going to be talking about crystals and we're also going to get into a little bit about abundance and finances as well. So I hope that you come back next week to further learn about January's elements and how we can work with them. Hey there. Thanks for listening. I'd like for our paths to cross again, subscribe or leave a review so that we can find each other again. Until next time.